Oh, hello and welcome. It's usually you, dude. <laughs> it is usually uh, me. <laughs> hello and welcome to Let's Do a Podcast. Let's do a podcast in the morning. We are recording an early episode here. Ryan, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Uh, I am. I'm ready to have this morning time beer here. Uh, yes. Sunday mornings, great for beer drinking. It looks like juice. It's just like all the other uh, g- times for drinking are really good times for drinking. So, there's never been a bad time. Yeah, it's just uh, daytime, nighttime, supper time. It's always a good time. But yeah, so as usual, I don't. Do we already say that this is let's do a podcast? I'm already yeah, behind yeah, yeah. In my mind. Okay. <laughs> so, All right, we're caught up. I got it covered, up. man. All right, we're caught up. So, like, caught I, up. I know. I know that's usually this is usually your bad. I know. But I can do it. Too. I started off weird. I don't. <laughs> it's a. It's morning. I'm not control used to free. doing this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, exactly. You got control a free. little sleep. Uh, a little sleep uh, deprivation there. So you, I mean, I woke up watching a movie. Like I had to wake up and watch Nicolas Cage yeah. movie. So my day just started off bad. Yeah. So you may have heard a random voice that is not Ryan or my <laughs> voice. And so I just want to welcome officially to the podcast today, Kathleen. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh. And that's a lot you. of Yeah, welcome back, know. actually. Yes. I'm so happy to be yes. back. I think, I think you're our first repeat uh, guest here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you're, uh, we're, we're, breaking, uh, we're breaking new ground here. Wow. That's right. Somebody I'm actually honored. came back. I'm honored. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. So our first episode of Nicolas Cage Month was Hannah. So she was brand yep. new to our podcast. Which a lot of people are saying hashtag more Hannah after that. Oh really? Awesome. Yeah. So really? I, I told her I was like, people want you back on the podcast. So she's like, all right, well maybe I'll come back on. So, all right. Uh, so and then yeah, now we have my mom and we're gonna hopefully get some more people. I, I keep on reaching out to people, but I get nothing back. <laughs> I'm just like, what, like, what is wrong? That's not a good sign. Yeah, once <laughs> one and done. Um, so anyway, so let's talk about the beer and then we'll start actually talking about random crap. All right. So the beer today. Uh, so we were like, uh, we were like, okay, yeah, we're going to be doing this. It's going to be the morning time. We, we're doing this in the morning because we've got some other stuff going on today. Uh, but so we hashtag were like, okay, we'll, yeah, hashtag more beer. <laughs> uh, that, yeah, that's true. That will be happening later. <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, so we were asking ourselves, okay, what can we drink this early in the morning and not like, and not like be like, oh, we're drinking this kind of beer in the morning. Uh, and so we're like, definitely not going to be a stout. Uh, I mean, although coffee stout might hit the spot. Who knows? Uh, so we were, uh, you know, Not, I'm always a fan of like, mm. yeah, I'm always a fan of like orange juice and stuff like that. So we went with like a really juicy, hazy IPA today. Yeah. It looks like orange juice. Yeah. It's insane. So it's, uh, a collab between Celestial Beer Works here in Dallas, Texas and long, it's either long live beer works or long live beer works. And they're out of Providence, Rhode Island. And the beer is called, and I would walk 866 more. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's a reference to. I don't know either. But they're not very clear about it. I may, I, maybe I need to go check the website. Yeah, it's probably on like their I Instagram should have done my or research. something. Well, on the can, if I may interject, it says uh, exactly 1,732 miles apart. So I'm wondering if it's a reference to yeah. that. Yeah, it could be. It's like 1730. Some, all right, somebody out there in podcast line, do the math and see if that's like... If, a, a key to this 866. Yeah, I don't have that time. Yeah. I don't have to I, I, I'm not good at that kind of oh, mental That's going to bug me. I'm going to have to figure that out. <laughs> like, I, you know, it, it just springs to my mind. And I would walk uh-huh. on three uh-huh. miles mm-hmm. and I, Yeah. <laughs> but that. All right. So I haven't drank this yet. So, uh, so oh, those yeah. of you who have. Take, take sips. What do y'all think? What's your feelings? Well, also, it says 8.66% ABV. Mm. There we mm. are. Mm. There, There it is. Being a mother, I read the can and all the ingredients. Yeah. See, I, I told you I didn't even do any research. I, I looked at the entry on uh, the Untapped, and I didn't even look at the can. I, so, just, see, I just see shoes. So. so, Mom, you've drank some of it. What do you think? I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
It's That'd really good. A, I could get into this morning habit. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. I should yeah. sub it out for Dad's orange juice. There you go. There you go. I don't know if he would <laughs> like, know. The call is pretty close. He would tell. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony, what do you think? That's uh, pretty good. Uh, it's, so I'm usually like an IBU fan. There's no IBUs, at least not uh, not registered on Untapped here. I don't yeah. know if it says anything on the can about the IBUs. We don't so read not, cans. It's, yeah. It's not super bitter. <laughs> Let uh, me see what it that's says. Right. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let's go to our expert. <laughs> I have and to get my trifocals. But no, I mean, I I agree. I I went to Celestial uh, one afternoon, got this on tap, and immediately was like, I have to get cans of this. It's so good. Yeah, and so I I, I like the flavor is good. I uh, I feel like it's missing something a little a little bit of something in the body department, mm. but it might also be the can. So yeah, yeah you, you get usually light. get more you usually get more bo- uh, body when it comes out of the tap. If, oh, yeah. if it if it's light on the body, if it's a lighter beer, then yeah, it's kind of hard to read it. Mm. Uh, on. This is a good old lady beer, just really. <laughs> All right, I mean, that's a that's a, my kind of beer. That's a ringing endorsement. <laughs> I like go- sorry guys old lady beers then. <laughs> <laughs> So, as usual, we you will... you need to drink with your mom, bring her one of these. Uh, which, I mean, I pretty much brought you stuff like this whenever we were in Snow Apocalypse. Snow Apocalypse. That's right. I was just like, power's out, going to my parents' house, bring all the beer. <laughs> it was just it was just intended to harden us for Cage Fest this year, yeah. so get us ready. Yeah, to prep Steal for our it. nerves. Uh, but, yeah, so it's... Uh, I would walk 866 more from Celestial Beer Works and Long Live Beer Works. Uh, it's an Imperial Double New England IPA. Uh, 8.6% on the ABV. 8.66. 8.66, my apologies. And uh, as far as IBUs go, it's uh, not applicable. So uh, just uh, if you're if you're a bitterness fan like I am, uh, just know that it's not going to be as bitter as you might expect. It's, I mean, it's got some bitterness. It's an IPA, but it's yeah. not like uh, it's not going to like make you. It doesn't stand out. It's not going to make your face going inside out or anything like that. So. <laughs> Which, based off that description, that's a good thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't want that to happen to my face. It's got bunny but, slippers on the. Yeah, thing. the can's really awesome. As usual, we'll post pictures of the can and the beer. I say as usual, but I haven't been doing that lately. Yeah. I've been writing my post last minute, like, oh shit, I still need to post. Yeah, I'm not good about that either. <laughs> I was a few days late on my post. Um, but as usual, we'll drink this throughout the podcast. At the very end, we will rate it for you guys. Um, woot woot. Beer news. Is that what's next? Yeah, I don't have anything. Do I anything? actually paid attention, yeah. and I have beer news. I just have to remember it now. Do, 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 Which I'll just cut this out because I can't remember. Like a rack that brain years. Oh, my God. Oh, Turning Point. Oh, I was just talking about Turning Point. Yep. So Turning Point's having their third anniversary. Oh, yes, I did see that. In a few weeks? Or is it this weekend? Yeah, I think it's I can't this next it, weekend. I can't believe it's only been three years for them. They've become yeah. such, such a fixture in the uh, DFW beer scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's only been three years. That's crazy. Where I've only been they? here for three years. What? Where are they? They're over here in Bedford. Oh. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> right down the road. Uh, yeah, we, well, pre-COVID, we were there quite a lot. Yeah, we went there all the time, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so their third anniversary and now with Texas, for some reason, lifting the mask mandate and opening up everything to 100%, a lot of breweries are making it known where they stand. Uh, luckily, a lot of my favorite places are going to continue to make people wear masks. So that's a plus. I'm a fan. Yep. So Because I know as soon as it got announced, I was like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. But so. And, and they survived the COVID year, huh? Yeah. 
for yep. being a new little brewery. <clears throat> I feel like most of the places around here have survived. There, of course, there are a few that did have to shut down. Yeah, there were a few. Uh, but I think it's a, my my, uh, my vibe on it, and uh, it may not be 100% correct, but the feeling I got is it's a lot of places that either had just started out and didn't have that much of a following or places that were not, like, that had been around for a little while and hadn't, I, again, they hadn't developed too much of following, too much support in the community for them. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, uh, I hate to see that. Yeah. So, as of now, that's my beer news. It's not much, but... Uh, but it's, it's something. It, it's more than I've done the last, I don't know, five <laughs> to ten podcasts that you've asked me that question. Yeah, so. that's true. I, uh, but yeah, uh, tur- turning point. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. We, I was just, uh, I was just talking, uh, we were just talking about like how, how turning points just kind of established itself on the beer scene here. Uh, there's been some, there's been a lot of players who have been around longer, uh, but they're, I, they're establishing themselves. Uh, they're making quite a, quite a, uh, building themselves quite a footprint here mm-hmm. in the mid cities so. which they just bought the building next to them so yeah. they're expanding oh, awesome uh, it's gonna be a sour room so that'll be cool yeah yeah you, well everybody knows you need those dedicated vats for that so yeah because if you do a sour in anything that that yeah, barrel or that container is gone that's what you're using it for from then on <laughs> yeah. yeah um well uh, well move on to randomness uh kathleen yes. how have things been going since we watched godzilla with you well i still keep ringing hear that anthony ringing in my ears that he wouldn't rate it a thumbs up it just keeps echoing Uh. in my brain (laughs) figuring out why 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 does this man not rate a godzilla movie hey i'm still excited to see the new uh godzilla versus king kong so i'm still gonna go see it we me and anthony are talking once it comes out and we watch it we have to do episode yeah it's it's on the hbo it's on the hbo so from here on out anytime we watch a godzilla it's like you have to be a part of it now i mean that's okay cool which which i'm like i'm i'm thinking about this already and i'm like okay godzilla versus king kong is like godzilla stomps right like king King kong is like he's like maybe 20 feet tall godzilla's like He's like hundreds of feet tall, right? Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. I don't see. I don't see how I this is even like a contest. <laughs> yeah, I'm but ready. The, but I'm, I guess we're talking like classic Godzilla, classic King Kong. So yeah, we'll see which King Kong and which Godzilla they decide to use. Yeah, yeah. there's gonna be King Kong. King Kong's gonna be like either either King Kong's gonna be like Godzilla size, or which will be ridiculous, or uh, Godzilla will be King Kong size, and like yeah, which will be ridiculous. Godzilla. Yeah, <laughs> a puppet. Yeah. Hand, uh, uh, yeah, I keep thinking King Kong climbed the Empire State Building, so how is he gonna win over Godzilla? Yeah, and Godzilla can stomp on, on it, it. Yeah. yeah, like that's kind of bullshit, but whatever. Oh, it's like the uh, when the Dread Pirate Roberts fights, uh, fights the the giant Andre the Giant, uh, yes. in uh, Princess Bride, he has you just got to get on his back and just kind of strangle him, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, let me ask you, um, where do you stand with Nicolas Cage? I have, I feel about Nicolas Cage how mm-hmm. I feel about Kevin Costner. Monotone. Mm-hmm. I don't go into the movies expecting much. I take a quilt and a blankie to take a little nap mm-hmm. and wake up right at the end. However, there's... And you still didn't miss anything. That's the, that's the best part. I thought ha- there's a few exceptions. I thought Con Air was the oh, part... Oh, Con Air, you say? The part for I him. Put the bunny... Back in the box. <laughs> I've had that one load up for a long time. Yeah, I thought that was the the role for him. I think that was, in my opinion, his best role ever. Oh, it's just, I just like the the visual of him standing there with the hair 
the the wind blowing in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I thought most of his movies are maybe a B movie, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm not a super big fan. But well, we're not either. So so are you? <laughs> so so would you say? So would you say Nicolas Cage is like uh like uh like an acting like as far as acting goes like he's a genius or you say it's like overrated and dumb? Hmm. I think or somewhere in between. I think he bounces from one extreme to the other. Yeah. To be honest, I don't think he's anywhere in between. I think it's a really bad or really good. Did uh did you see the movie? Uh, is it Wicker Man? Yeah 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 Wicker Man. Yeah, so, it's another okay. one he's uh, f- uh infamous oh, no, for. No, there we go. There we go. It's my other sound clip. I know, I finally get to play these clips and they make sense. Yeah, right. So now from here on out, I'm going to have more and more Nicolas Cage clips just thrown into our podcast. Yes. Well, I've always believed that uh, uh, people should play. Have you ever seen Knowing? Oh, I love yeah, that movie. Yeah. It's like one of my favorites. <laughs> it's a great movie. I love. So I'm, I, I'm un, I'm an unabashed Nicolas Cage fan though. Oh. So I, I am biased. Okay. <laughs> I am biased. I usually avoid him except just for the comedy, unintentional comedy. And I have to tell you, this movie that we're watching today is probably one of my all-time favorites of his. I can't quit thinking about it. This is my first time watching this, too. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. I've seen it. I well, saw like, it through the years. Because like, we've seen, like, I, I think, I feel like anybody who's, like, even, like, remotely a fan of Nicolas Cage has seen parts of this movie and not known they've seen parts of this movie. Yeah. Because it's, like, it, it, this is where all the meme, Nicolas Cage memes come from. The crazy face meme. Yeah. That's what like, I say, his crazy face. Yeah, the crazy face meme. The, like, if you've seen him doing, like, the alphabet, this comes from that movie. Uh, or that comes from this movie, rather. I mean, do you want me to play that clip real quick? Uh, we'll we'll get to it when we get okay. to it because I want to build up suspense. Okay, for that, great, because I have great. all these clips ready. But, like. but National Treasure. <sighs> m- most of my friends loved it, and I was like, "Do I have to watch this?" Um, it's a kid I think, show. I think the script is great. Yeah. And it's a great idea, but I just don't. Uh, I think actor, it should have been. Yeah. So I liked the movie, but I think it should have not been Nicolas Cage because it's not a Nicolas Cage movie, in my opinion. Oh, it's like I I, 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 I like the first one. The second one was like me. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I thought it was a really cool idea, uh, but uh, I, I also like Nicolas Cage in it. So okay. <laughs> now, see, I like bad actors. So. Yeah. Because they make great B movies. Yeah, I got I got my own theory on why I, Nicolas Cage acts in the way he does. So, oh, we got uh, this freaking crow. Let's yeah, hear we it. got uh, some auxiliary. Uh, yeah, he has here from a freaking crow has uh, a lot to say about this movie. That's I guess. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll but we'll get into my theories here as we start going through the movie. So I th- right. I think it explains why he did what he did in this movie. Mm. Yeah, I like that background noise there. Right. Yeah. I, I almost feel like we should be watching Wicker, talking about Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, you got, you got to get, now we got to give credit to the crow, man. That's right. The crows. All right. So in case you didn't guess from the title of this podcast, we are discussing. <laughs> we didn't even mention what we're yeah, watching. Yeah, we are discussing uh, today <laughs> Vampire's Kiss. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, this is not his first movie. This is, uh, but this is probably the one he's probably most infamous for and not even for, from the like name of the movie per se, but just like the things you've seen. Yeah. Uh, that's just, he's just like very famous for this movie, but the movie is not famous. So as soon as it started and it pretty much starts off with a sex scene, 
I was thinking, great. I just asked my mom to yeah, watch I, a movie. That was my first thought. With a like, sex scene. It's like we invited your mom but to see this, and there's like a luckily, sex scene. Luckily, they were just brutal. Like, it, it's not even, it, nothing about it was sexy. Yeah, which, so I was like, okay, at least it's not like an awkward moment. It's more of just like a, oh, this is sad to watch kind of moment. It's kind of wrestling, really. Yeah. And even she his was like, on. oh, is that how it's done? I was like, yeah. I guess. I don't know. We're which, doing it all wrong. Which I felt I felt this because I usually write out the description of the movie beforehand. And the first line in the description is after a night of passionate lovemaking. I was like, oh, great. Ryan's mom is going to be here for this. <laughs> That's right. Uh, welcome to Let's Do Podcast. <laughs> it's like, uh, so the description is after a night of passionate lovemaking in which he is bitten on the neck. A troubled literary editor becomes convinced that he is a vampire and begins to live the role. That's the short and sweet description of it. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, this, this movie makes you ask a lot of questions, like what's going on? Uh, and uh, why? What is happening? <laughs> uh, who are they? Why? Yeah. Uh, Did I come in on the middle of the movie, or is yeah. this the beginning? Yeah. It's uh, this. Did this, I fall this movie's like the mo- the plot of this movie is kind of loosely connected, but it's also it's also I th- I feel like the narrative is in that with a lot of narratives like we get things from the perspective of the main character in this movie we are observing the character with no inner monologue we don't know what he's thinking we just know what he's doing and so it's kind of like this uh almost like this uh german expressionism type thing from like that you would see more in like the 1930s right it's kind of like their approach to that i feel like where we're just like observing Mm -hmm. this guy's descent into madness Mm -hmm. and we only see like a few things here or there we see some Here's the crazy thing. We see some of the stuff that he sees. Like he obviously, I, I'm getting a little really ahead of things. That's but, fine. Uh, we can jump all over we, the place. We, we see where he uh, where he gets bitten by the vampire, so mm-hmm. to speak. Uh, but we, it turns out he never had that happen. Yeah. Uh, or either it happened the first time, and it didn't happen any of the subsequent mm-hmm. times, and it was just all in his head. And it's like, so we get that. So it's kind of inconsistent. We we yeah. see as he's kind of going. Thinking he's a vampire, we see he see we see what he sees for some scenes, but we see what everybody else sees mm-hmm. for other scenes, and it's kind of hard to pull together. You know, it reminded me of Have you ever seen? It's not a Nicolas Cage movie, Stranger oh, Than Fiction. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, yeah. the Will, Will Ferrell, Ferrell movie, yeah, where <clears> it's <throat> narrated some of it because yeah. it's from a book, and then part of it is them interacting. This could have used yeah. the narrator, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And can I also say, I mean, fuck Alba. Like, come on. I liked Alva. Come on. Just find a damn contract. She, Let's move on with our she, lives. She had a rough go of it, man. <laughs> man, freaking oh. uh, search. I mean, t- t- these days today, control F, baby. Man, that <laughs> that stressed me out, that whole Alba stuff. Sheesh. Yeah, yeah Alva had a rough time, had a rough go of it. Uh, I would have quit. Oh, like, yeah, I, was, I was like, why is she there? Quit? I, I think it's her, her parents wouldn't let her quit. Oh, yeah. Gosh. No, but don't tell your parents. Why like, did she shoot him? I know we're getting ahead, but. but. Uh, it's all right. We can do whatever we want. So, okay, so let's uh, circle back to the beginning here. So, the first thing I noted, really noticed is I feel like they were padding for time from the get go. Because, uh, like, the whole beginning, there was like a beginning part and there was a middle, middle part where it's just like pictures of the skyline of New York. Mm-hmm. You notice that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's just like the skyline of New York and the music, and they had the credits rolling over it. And I'm just like, I'm pretty you sure. anything else with that? Yeah, you could just search uh, skyline New York it's and just, find it's the just, same it's pictures. It's all B roll, yeah. Yeah. But wasn't that the same um, uh, view from the psychiatrist's office that they were doing the for some of it but for a lot of it though it's just like views of different places because oh, it, yes, it, yes. it would like zoom in the stuff and You're then right. it would we go to a completely different it reminded building. me of yeah. fraser 
you know, oh. Frasier would kind of do that. Mm-hmm. Immediately, I was like, what are we watching, Frasier? What the hell is this? <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> I hear the blues are calling. <laughs> Toss salad. Oh, jeez. But uh, so yeah, we start movie. with you start sure. with all this Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray, this B-roll. Dude, stuff. you watched it on Blu-ray? I know, right? Wow. Special edition. <laughs> uh, but then we go to something completely disconnected, where we go basically to the '80s dance club, the oh, like yeah. the epitome of '80s dance club, the discos. Yeah, that yeah. is not a place he would be. I was like, no, he does no, no, not no. fit in. New York, in New York City yes. back in the 80s, that's like yuppie culture, man. Yeah. Okay. Like you, Studio you had to, you 51? had, it, that was like where like you had to maintain your mm-hmm. social standing, uh, you had to go to these clubs. I forgot, yeah, you're older than me, Anthony. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah sorry. I, I, I'm aware of this. Yeah. <laughs> you needed suits with shoulder pads. Yeah. And uh, big hair for the girls. See, I feel yeah. like almost everything added up. I was just like, why is he in this club? Like, this club does not match him. Yeah, it's like these the days, techno. no, definitely not. But you would have all these guys, particularly in New York, they go down there in their sharp mm-hmm. suits because they want to. Pe- they want people to know like they're of higher standing mm-hmm. or they're coming out of finance or something like that. So they go rocking like their three piece suits in the club. Yeah, uh, I mean, when we chicks. used to go dancing in the eighties, it we dressed up. I don't mean we dressed casual. We dressed up. It was uh, it was important what you wore. Yeah. And you dressed up and hope you'd hit a guy with a nice suit and shoes hmm. and hat. Yeah. Well, all right. There yeah. we go. But he uh, I was wrong. Yeah. So Shocker. so yeah. <laughs> but he does. But he does stick out though. He does yeah. stick out. Uh, which I, I mean, you want your main character to stick out. But he does. But he does over the course of things. He's uh, talking to this girl. And he picks her up, uh, and uh, I thought the conversation between them was actually pretty interesting. Uh, but he's also got this weird, funky accent going on here. Oh, his accent so it's like bad. The, uh, the character is Peter Lowe. <laughs> and it's not always there. That's what makes it worse. Yeah, it's a little inconsistent. And it's, uh, I, c- I couldn't place where is this dude from, <laughs> which we learn where he's from, but the accent doesn't match that. Wait, it we sounded do? like he couldn't yeah. breathe through he, his nose. He's, yeah, he was stuffed up. He's like, my, my name is Peter Lowe. I'm from Boston. Oh, Boston. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Boston that's a Boston I accent. New York. Yeah. I moved to New York and I've been here for 11 years. <laughs> yeah, no, it really does Anthony. sound like he has. And you got to like, do that. You got to do the hand gesture. Uh, when you oh, do it. yes, I'm Peter Lowe. <laughs> okay, I did notice all the other guys in the disco, or I should say the club, had uh, silk shirts that were unbuttoned halfway and then gold chains. So yeah. he did stick out with his suit. Yeah. Yeah, he's like. But, but I, I think maybe he was just maybe he was just going to the club where he was avoiding all the other financial types, and so he could like stick out and like, oh, have an easier go. time picking people up. Yeah, and it's also like right down the street from his New house. York, so. that's not a Boston accent. That's that, no, that's not, actually not. very annoying. Yeah, now. it's not. You know, I first thought it was a little bit Australian. Yeah, I thought it was like maybe British or something. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be actual foreign. Yeah, but. It's, this dumbass comes with I'm Boston, dude. Okay, yeah. I bet people from Boston have which, to be pissed. Which again, he's an unreliable, narr- not even a narrator, but he's an unreliable character. So we, for all we know, we could be bullshitting because yeah. we 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 see we see the th- we see that he's like crazy a little bit, yeah. even oh, yeah. in the beginning. Uh, but because, he did have that accent in in the office, though. Yes, he on. did. He 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 kept it pretty much consistent. Uh, the consi- only place inconsistently he didn't inconsistent was with the psychiatrist. It seemed to get. I feel like in some parts, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, because so we we, before uh, before that we see so there's a recurring thing where he's talking to a psychiatrist, and we see he's got also like intimacy problems. Mm -hmm. He'll bring a girl home, uh, and he really wants the girl really bad. But then in the morning, he's like he wants her to get out. 
like he's like he can't stand her anymore yeah uh and so and we get the illustration of this a little bit when he brings this girl home and there we get a little bit of the make out scene and you know clothes come flying off and whatnot fortunately we don't see too much in a weird way too (laughs) the way that they were taking them off i feel like it was i feel like it's kind of more realistic how that would go though (laughs) yeah because like they would do like take something off and like look at each other and like laugh and do all this weird shit and you're like what is wrong with it's like, you? It's like, it's like, I feel like they went with like, tr- they tried to go as realistic as possible with this stuff because like th- nobody looks like really cool like they do in the movies when they're doing one of these things. Yeah. It's, you're always all hunched over yeah. and like, yeah. trying to get stuff off. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, I feel like this was like more realistic to That's how that true. actually looks from the outside. Mm. But I'm telling you the mode of the 70s is exactly that. Hey, let's get together, spend the night, have some good sex and then leave me alone. Yeah. I don't want to be right. entangled with you. Yeah. From the sounds Bounce. of it, it seems like it's kind of the same way right now. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Oh, you like, think so? Th- from what I hear, like, <laughs> but it's all through an app now. So. Yeah, yeah. You got to do the app. Uh, now, yeah. You don't have to go to the clubs anymore. But yeah, uh, Thank yeah. God I'm married. But this is like kind of like the epitome of like New York yuppie culture mm-hmm. at this point. So he's like at, he's like at the epitome of that. He's kind of a <clears> he's kind of a little bit of a poser <clears> because he's just a literally uh, he's like a literary agent basically uh, and uh, for this publisher. Uh, he's not like a, he's, I mean, he's a big wig in his little environment, but he's not a big wig, like, like writ large, like yeah. in, in like New York city, he's just a lowly publishing, uh, guy. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so when they're, when they're making out, they, uh, they're, they're having their fun and this guy doesn't close the windows cause we get this super fake looking bat flying to the room. Oh yeah. <laughs> fake looking <clears throat> bat. I mean, if you if you look at it, it looks like one of the ones that you buy at a toy store, yeah. and they had it on a string. Just maybe totally. that's not a crow. Maybe it's a bat. Oh uh, yeah, the, this bat. The real bat's pissed off that we're talking shit about it. I could quilt a bat better than that one. Yeah. So you just like it's just flying around in there, and you they, like the girl freaks out like like uh-huh. like a lot of people would, mm-hmm. and she get, runs out of the, she runs out of there with like she grabs her clothes and just runs out. So she's like topless. She in the yeah. Hallway. She runs out to the hallway and sits on the floor and laughs while a little boy is looking at her. Yeah, like, I thought she okay. was I thought she was like freaking out and leaving. Like she, and she was just gonna leave, but she's like she's just outside laughing her ass off. Yeah. That so. was a weird scene. Yeah, I don't get that scene. Most girls would freak out and run home. She yeah. just sat there and laughed. And waited for him and got dressed in the hallway, and then they left together. Yeah, which which it must have been fine with her because they had a second date. Uh-huh. So Yeah. But, uh, okay. Anyways. So then the bat enters the room. Uh, and so I, I feel like, so I feel like, I, so I was half paying attention because I had a little something else going on, but I felt like he like touched his neck like he got bit mm-hmm. or something by the bat. Did, oh, I didn't did you guys? Yeah. Did, was, oh, okay. did he get bit by the bat? Yes. Okay. So that might explain why, that. why everything else happens. Maybe he gets like rabies or something. Well, he think I don't know. He, I never, you see the bat come descend down to him, but you never see the bite or anything. And I wondered, I, I wondered this, did the girl who maybe she really is a vampire, this, I don't know what you call them, a lady vampire. Bring the bat in. I, I don't quite understand her role in the whole thing. Yeah, maybe maybe the bat was uh, Rachel, the vampire. Because yeah. you always wonder, is she is she not? Yeah. Is he hallucinating all this? Mm, that's I definitely the hard part. I'm not sure. But uh, but yeah, so we uh, we do see the follow up though. We see we see the date. They're mm-hmm. at this art museum, and uh, they're talking about it. And he's like uh, he's like 
she's like, oh, do you, do you don't you like this painting? It's very nice. And he's like, I gotta go take a piss. And then he like leaves <laughs> and ditches her. Uh, and and we also get this scene where he's talking to the psychiatrist and he talks about how he got turned on fighting the bat, which leads me leads me, the <clears> more <throat> I'm putting this together, it makes me more think more and more think that he it's like connected with this whole Rachel character mm-hmm. and that maybe the bat is supposed to be Rachel and we maybe should have connected that uh, a little bit better. Maybe I don't know. Who knows. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but this is right about the part where we start getting the, the view into his work life, uh, <laughs> where, we, where we see his interactions there, which, wow. We get, to see, we get to see what a dick this guy is. And, uh, and, the, and this is a little more reflection of how he kind of loses it over the period of time. But, yeah, he's looking for this contract, one of their, uh, one of their writers looking for a contract. It's like his first contract with Der Spiegel. It was like his first foreign sale of a story, and he wants to frame it. And the guy's like, it doesn't feel it's like all that important, but he'd like to get it eventually. Well, well, damn it. Peter's gonna like, Peter Lou is gonna get it and he's gonna get it like right then. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's just doing it to like kind of like lord it over uh, Alva, his one of his assistants. It's like a, that, that whole, what'd you guys think about that whole interaction though? Be, the interplay under- between them. I didn't understand it. Um, It's like he picked on her and I thought, why her? Why not get other people to help? I mean, he said it's because it's a shitty job. Because she even kind of asked, you know, can I get help? He was like, it's a shitty job that I wouldn't give to anybody else, and you're the lowest person here. So that's why you get it. What? But then he went I mean. to the, obviously, the most extreme. Uh, yeah. To the point, like, he fucking got a taxi and went to her house to bring her to work. <laughs> Yeah, it was like well, so we get we get some of the the, the some of the other interesting things. So we uh, just kind of go through all the interactions because this is like a whole other side story to like the main story, even though kind of everything kind of joins up at the end. But like he, we get like the whole thing where he like he chases her into the bathroom, yeah. uh, which they laugh. Uh, he like has a meeting with like the uh, the other managers and they're all laughing about it. And I was like, this is like definitely no PC culture going Absolutely. on here. They think it's hilarious that he chased this woman to the bathroom. Uh, there's like that one scene where he slaps the table. He's like, am I getting through to you, Alba? <laughs> that I whole thing. I loved that. It's like, that's Did like, I get through to you, Alba? He's like, and he's like pointing out and he's looking down, which I feel like I've seen that in places too. Uh, oh yeah. And it's like, I was like, that's like, that's like, we're getting, we're starting to get true crazy Nicholas Cage. It's yeah. going to be awesome. <laughs> uh, but, uh, we get the whole taxi scene. So she stays home from work event at one point. Yeah. And, uh, we, He's, she's like, she, they're like, she called in sick. So he takes a $20 cab ride all the way out to where she lives. Uh, or I think she lives past Pelham uh, up there in the Bronx. And so number one, it made me realize this is like the 1980s because uh-huh. it's like $20 to take a cab from Midtown all the way up to the Bronx. Yeah, it must be like, nice. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 I'm willing to bet it's a lot more expensive now. Uh, and then take and then paying to get back is like $50 round trip. But he uh, goes and he's like really nice to her to where at this point he's been like a huge jackass to her during the other time. And he's like, oh, it's not that important. It'll be fine. Who cares if we lose him as a client? It'll be good. And she gets in. She's like, okay, we'll find it. And he's like, we're going to find it right now and you're going to find it. It's going to be blah, 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 blah. And he just like <laughs> flips off the handle. Yeah. <laughs> and part of that ride, he's like bent over, like he's going to throw up or have yeah. a headache. <laughs> and I'm, he's like, Bleh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and didn't he cuss out the driver or something? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's cussing everybody out. I yeah. just thought, what is with this dude? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then she's, 
thinking it's going to be okay, and then he flips on her. Isn't that when he, they stop by her? Like her brother's, brother's shop. shop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Which she I thought she bullets. was going to go in there and like hide. Yeah. And like not come back I out. I would have hid. Yeah, I would have like said, okay, he's like lost his shit again. <laughs> I'm just going to hide my brother, have, have my brother protect me. Uh, and okay, but think about this is the 80s. Yeah. Um, and, and and not to be too serious, but that's fine. Women and minorities' rights were not what they are today. Very oh, true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. So, uh, she couldn't just quit because she might not get another job, and this was her income. And I just saw all these things. This is the eighties. This is like forty years ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's and she can get. I mean, particularly, I mean, the publishing sector is somewhat a connected sector and she could she would probably never find a job in that sector ever again she'd get blacklisted That's especially true. being the newbie the yeah new, then the younger one on the on the block yeah so and i mean really if that shit happened now it'd be such an ordeal <laughs> yes. but yeah back oh, then yeah. it was nothing i mean it, it would have gotten no like he would have been fired like after like the yeah. first few t- things yeah 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 so, so there's this good old boy you know culture but anyhow that that did come into play in all this too but Regardless, his bizarre behavior, bipolar, up and down. Yeah, all he's like over jumping the on the desks yes. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that was so fun. I And then just when she walks into the office and he's facing outside talking to her and then he turns around and he has the sunglasses on and he starts yelling at her. Just not so guy. But like but like this is I feel like this is part of the thing that's like even this is like showing how he's going crazy but I think it's also partially a driver because we get the later scene which this is where we play the clip Ryan where he's like talking about the 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 psychiatrist is like maybe it got misfiled uh <laughs> and then he's like and he goes and he starts that's going through the litany of how you file things. The right file according to alphabetical order. You know, a B C D I love that scene so God. much. That's <laughs> such a great scene. That's the one I showed my husband this morning. I have never misfiled anything in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> that like that. I'd seen that scene. I'd seen that scene so many times, like out of context. <laughs> yeah. And then see it. Uh, so, so the scene that has to do with filing papers it just makes it that much better. It's crazy to me. He's just like, oh. I've never misfiled anything. <laughs> oh, and this is whenever he's on the car talking to Alba about it never goes away. Oh yeah. It never just goes away. The goddamn contract is somewhere in the goddamn fucking files. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like after he picks her up and he's all nice to her. Yeah. <laughs> and then it never the, goes fucking away. He does the ABC thing with his psychiatrist banging on the table in the psychiatrist lady's face, and he puts his hands on his hips. I've never misfiled anything ever. And then at one point, she, uh, what does he say? He, who did this? Who? And this psychiatrist, who has no knowledge of the office, says, I don't know. You call yourself a psychiatrist. Yeah. <laughs> Which we, uh, we, we think she doesn't know, but does she? Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, that's part of a real, yeah. real later on. Uh, but uh, so we, uh, we also, uh, the, one of the other things with that ABC scene 
is uh, I was watching some stuff and apparently, uh, so there's a, if you get the DVD, it's got like some commentary from Nick Cage about throughout the movie. And they actually like scripted that entire scene and all the hand movements and the physicality of that scene. And they scripted every bit of that to get that message across that he's like kind of losing his shit. Okay. Uh, and like, so like all that hand waving where he's doing this A, B, C, D, mm-hmm. it's all like, it was all part of the plan. And it, there was no riff in it. So, hmm. so I don't know if that makes it better or worse. At but. that point is when I think the psychiatrist lady is like, oh, we're not just talking about relationship issues. This guy is nuts. Yeah, he's nuts away. Because she, she kind of shrinks into her chair like, you know, like surrender, I give up. Yeah. Anyway. But then the hard part, again, is, is she even real? That's what I want. Question mark. So, anyways, let's move on. Okay. We're, we're not even close oh, yeah. to it. No, Can we're I, like bouncing around in the movie at this point. So Yeah, it doesn't matter, though. Is this, I wanted to ask you, is this scene before or after she introduces the girl? Oh, that's at the that's at the very end. That's towards the very end there. Okay, so this is the end this of is the all, This okay, is all okay. before. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we, all this is way before the girl gets involved. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So one of the other things that we see with Alva though is when he's talking to Alva and asking and asking her about the papers, we get the Nicolas Cage crazy face meme where he makes his eyes as big as possible <laughs> and he's like he's doing this. Yeah. It's like if you see the, if you see the meme where like people are like looking at you like you're looking like you looking at you like you're crazy. That's where this comes from. Yes. Yep. Uh. So other scenes that we get, so we start seeing uh, his, uh, we start seeing him freaking out because he thinks, uh, so he, he had the date with Rachel, he gets bit, and he's continually, con- continuously getting like drained by this vampire all, every, every night. And he's got this band-aid on his neck. Uh, he got from shaving, he nicked himself while shaving, but he thinks it's a vampire bite. And we see, we see the, bang, the bite marks, but I, we're all pretty sure it's just, you know. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out what's Intense on my head here. Love making. It's your mask. <laughs> you like never took like, it off. And my mask is all wedged up in the oh. headphones here. <laughs> oh, I'm, that's hilarious. I, I thought it was charming. <laughs> it was cute. I didn't even know it was there. Uh, but uh, so we, we see all of that. So, but that's leading up to him. Now he, he now thinks because he's been bitten so many times, he's mm-hmm. turning into a vampire. So we get the, uh, we get the most disgusting scene where he sees this roach running around. Oh yeah. And he grabs it and it's Ugh. moving and he tosses it into his mouth. And I'm like, did Nicolas Cage re- eat a real freaking roach? And that sounds like something Nicolas Cage would do. He did. And I'm like, oh my God, I would, I don't care. I would never do that for my craft. I'm sorry. You know, I know that they were going to do something else to show he was nuts. And I can't remember what it was going to be. And he <sighs> suggested that he pick up a roach and eat it. Oh, oh my goodness. He suggested that shit. Okay. He did. When I was looking up the story about. Maybe he His did accent? really go crazy during yeah. this. <laughs> I don't know. Well, he was young and he yeah. wanted anything he to, wanted get a to view. be. Yeah. Well, growing up overseas, we used to go to movies and they would like in the ballpark come and sell you candy as you're watching a show. So it's right. dark. Uh-huh. And my sister and I used to swear we ate cockroaches because <laughs> uh. <laughs> it was crunchy. And you can't see what it is. Yeah, yeah. and it gets in your teeth. But did you pull out a leg one time? Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) That scene, I had to look away. I thought, no, 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 no. Oh yeah, whenever it was happening, I was like, Hannah, look away. Hannah, look away. It was like, (laughs) oh yeah. I uh, so I was watching it. I was the only I was the only one watching it. But like uh, my uh, my wife and my uh, sister in law were in a different room, and they just heard me from the other room. Oh my god! (laughs) And they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I was like. I just saw something really gross on the television. That's all I'm following. Yeah, I yeah it's it bad. Up, and he actually suggested that he do that to show he was losing it. 
it and worked. Even <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, bro, you you were losing it. That's fucking for sure. Even the uh, the director was like, um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the uh, so we get that. We also uh, we also get him freaking out in front of the mirror. Oh yeah, he, he thinks he lo- lost his reflection because he's be turning a vampire. But this is where I feel like we get start getting more third person view and less first person, and yeah. we start kind of phasing into that what uh, the, what the rest of the world sees. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I it's like my reflection's gone. I can't see myself, and he's like flipping out. He's looking at all yes. these mirrors, and he can, he's like he can't see himself. But we yeah can we see, see he still it. has his reflection. I was wondering about that because like we we see your reflection. Though. Yeah. It's it's a, but it's like we don't get any the, the the hard part about this the hard part as you're watching this is it's hard to kind of figure out what's going on because we again it's so inconsistent in the position yes. that we're in yeah. we see sometimes we see what he sees and sometimes we don't see what he sees it it does you good because I watched this 25 years ago uh-huh. it does you good to watch it again I know that's a big pill to swallow <laughs> but then you're like oh this is when he nuts. And this is when he's not. This is reality. This isn't reality. Right. Yeah. When he's hitting the mirror going, oh, my God. You know? Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, because, yeah, we, again, us, the, uh, we, us being in the position of the guy in the stall behind him. Right. He's like, he's like where am I? Where am I? It's like, you're in the bathroom, idiot. Yeah. I'm trying to pull. <laughs> I was trying to. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, so we see some other stuff here. We see that he buys those fake plastic teeth. <laughs> oh uh, my god, that was so funny! Yeah. yeah, he he tries to buy like these. It's like these uh, acrylic or it's acrylic. Fi- they're no, fiberglass. Acrylic fiberglass. Realistic. They're like fiberglass. Yeah, because they're like realistic and all that stuff. But then it was too much. So he's like, "Do you have anything else?" He goes, "Well, I have these plastic ones that you can buy for Halloween." He's like. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's doing that because he's like, I'm turning into a vampire, but my teeth haven't come in yet. So I need to get teeth. So now, because he believes that he has to uh, drink blood. Like, yeah. he, he believes that's what he needs to do next. And that's why he's losing it. Yeah. Now, isn't this after the scene where he bites the girl? No, no, this is before that. Up. This is before that. So, because the first thing he does is he take, he gets the pigeon. He catches the pigeon and then he, he like, eats, eats the pigeon, the pigeon in his uh, house. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's because because that's when we first see that he's got okay. his like couch as a coffin now. Okay. So he's okay. like because he, he like he like totally like trashed his apartment. <laughs> we see him like tearing everything up. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and then we see that we see the co- the couch got overturned, mm-hmm. set up on. It's a pretty nice setup, to be honest. <laughs> I was like waiting for that thing to fall apart, and it like it worked decently as a coffin. The I guess the couch thing it oh, really yeah. does. Yeah. And he, he blocks out the windows. Yeah, he yeah he puts papers all the windows. We can see those uh, the Macy's uh, or the Bloomingdale's brown bags on the on the yeah, windows. Yeah. Very New York, very New York. <laughs> uh, but so we see all that. So we see he's like fully buying into it at this point. Uh, but yeah, so we see him like tear apart the uh, the the pigeon and eat it. We 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 hear him like. Oh my God. It's like we hear noises because we see we follow He's the like trail gagging. of feathers, yeah, and we just hear yeah we just hear him like burping or gagging or whatever mm-hmm. from uh, eating the pigeon. And again, it looks like he ate this thing raw. I'm, I'm you see the you see the feathers everywhere. I'm like looking for blood at this point. It's like, are we gonna see him eating the pigeon or is the pigeon already gone? I didn't see any blood. What's going on here? But well, then we see the blood all over the uh-huh. oven and everything. Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty disgusting. Yeah, it was weird. But then yeah, he. Sets an alarm to go off, pretty much so he sleeps till it's nighttime. Right. And that's where he goes to, he goes to club. this club. And that's where he's, like, when he's there, he's doing, so he's doing this creepy walk thing. And I was like, what the hell is he doing? But then I flashed back 
to he watched the, the a, a few scenes from uh, that old uh, vampire movie, no, the Nosferatu. Yeah, uh, and where it's like the creepy looking, bald, evil looking vampire, and yeah. he's like walking the same way, shoulders hunched, eyes huge. It's like he's watching like um, like walking like with his arms up, and he's like got his teeth bared, uh, and like his big plastic <laughs> teeth, and he's just kind of walking through the crowd. And everybody, again, this is New York City, so everybody thinks it's just whatever. Because yeah. pe- people in New York don't react to that stuff. Yeah. At least they see that stuff every day. So, <laughs> so I, I thought it was really realistic that nobody really thought anything of it. Because yeah. pe- people are like, okay, that's your thing, man. Yeah. I've seen weirder. So, <laughs> so actually, I was going to play this at an earlier time. But I have his laugh, wherever he loses his mind. Oh, yeah? So... <laughs> And then. <laughs> I mean. Oh, you man. Just absolutely loses his shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, there's a, like another part where, like, when he's crying, he's like, boo hoo, boo hoo. Yeah. He actually oh. says it. Oh, and then the best boo-hoo. part, whenever he, it, he, that switch flips, whenever he thinks he's a vampire and he's running down the street. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so fucking long. Everyone's like, okay. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. He, and he's like, right. Again, I'm New a vampire. York, this is New York City. And we were like, okay, dude, you're a vampire, whatever. It's like, not a big deal. It's like, do, you do you, brother. Yeah. Uh, but he goes into this club, though, and he like, by, it, like there's a girl back there doing, uh, doing blow. Uh, like she's got the little spoon and everything. And then, uh, he start he goes and the hit on her and she like, it's actually working for him, which I thought was weird. He's like, he's like kind of like sweet talking a little bit. He's showing the teeth and uh-huh. he does that. He does that thing. Yeah. Which, that was weird. Uh, but again, that's another thing you, you like, you've, you've probably seen before where he just chomps his teeth, but then he like, he riches down her dress. Yeah. Which is odd. Like, uh, the whole okay. point was to bite her neck. And I was like, why are you doing very odd things, yeah. man? Like, but, well, I mean. Just bite her fucking neck. And let's but, move on. I honestly don't remember that part. Oh, yeah. yeah. But she, like, slaps him. And then he, uh, but then he goes and goes for the juggler. And I'm like, so he had the fake teeth in. And I was like, are the fake teeth going to do anything? Or is she just going to be like, punch him and then get out of there? I mean, it took him a long time. Yeah. So. He finally, he finally bites through and he kills the kills the crap out of he does the vom- i was like I, I was like he's just a vampire at this point more a zombie yeah, right true. yeah yeah true sheesh but then the girl shows up oh right yeah rachel she's in the club yeah and she's like good job there or way to go or something like that oh no she's like disappointed she's like him. she's like you're pathetic well that's what i meant it was yeah. sarcastic oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. good job oh, yeah okay is she real so she, I, she's part. a. I feel like she's a real person, but the vampire version is something that he's just. It, it's just in his head. Okay. The whole thing where she's calling him pathetic and everything—that's like the imaginary Rachel. But when he sees her in the club, she's like, "Oh yeah, we had that one night stand once." It's like, "How are you doing?" And and he's like, and he's like, uh, "Check her teeth. She's a liar." And they're dragging him out of the club when he like freaks yeah. out at her. Yeah. It's like, "Check her teeth. Check her teeth." And it's like, <laughs> "All right, so." This is where we get, uh, this is where we, uh, you, you ask yourself, okay, is she just like fucking with him at this yeah. point or is she, uh, or is she like just a normal person and he's like, is he crazy? I think everything, I think all the clues skew pretty heavily towards he's freaking nuts. Yeah. Cause we, uh, the things we do see, like, again, he doesn't lose his reflection. Uh, he, uh, 
he never gets the teeth. Uh, he so, doesn't get all the signifiers of being a vampire. So this is what makes me nuts about this movie is I tend to think she's she's messing with him mm-hmm. because you're kind of seeing it from his vantage point. Uh-huh. But I would really like to see the view from hers. I mean, just like what's real, what's not. Yeah. Because yeah. you're they, always wondering on almost every scene. They leave it like. Because I was like, I, you don't know what's real. You don't yeah. know what's accurate. Well, I mean, and you're just assuming he's just crazy and imagined everything. But at the same time, I'm like some of this was probably real. If you watch what we do in the shadows, they uh, vampires do have mind control powers. Yeah. So. Yeah. So she could have mind controlled him into thinking he was uh, becoming a vampire when he's really not. Yeah, yeah. And then just the laughing out in the hall mm-hmm. when she knew the bat came in. It's almost like. Maybe she is a vampire, or maybe there's. Oh, this oh maybe weird, the other girl's a vampire. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe there's this weird culture. I don't know. It it gets you kind of. Mm. What's going on here? Yeah. Uh. So, but this is where we kind of get his like. He's like. He's at this point. He's like full on spiraling. Yeah. Uh. Because yeah. they're like. They're like. You better go home. Sun's about to come up. Uh. Because again, he's yelling. He's a vampire. Uh. He like asks. Uh. We. we oh. We skipped a part about the part where he like truly thinks he's a vampire when he. Uh, Chases Alva and he like shoots himself with oh, the yeah. gun, oh. and which she just has blanks. And he so he like puts the gun in his mouth and he pulls the trigger and he thinks he's like invincible now because he's a vampire. Yeah, and I it was just loaded with blanks. I love whenever like they're down there and he's like, "Shoot me, just shoot me!" And then she pulls the trigger, but the gun's down. And he goes, "Not the floor, Alva. Yeah. Me." <laughs> that was great. It's like, "Shoot me or you're fired." Uh, so we get through that, uh, with the sun goes up, uh, the sun comes up and now he, we see, we see the scene that I think you talked about earlier where he's like stops in front of the church and he's like, he's like, he's like, make the sign of the cross, make the sign of the cross. And they're like, the uh, like I don't speak English. Oh, wait. <laughs> they, they walk in. Do I have, uh, the damned? Hold on. Let's see. They get the bells go off and cause he know. falls down. Yeah. Is it a daytime scene or is it a nighttime? Yeah, it's, it's, the sun comes up because he's also trying to like break the plank off of the pallet. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah, like yeah. trying to put a stake through his heart. Yeah. Oh, my no, God. That's so weird. But yeah, so like, but he gets in front of the church and the bells start going after he talks to those people. And he's like, oh, the sounds of the times. <laughs> yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like all these, there's all these great little moments in this uh-huh. movie of his, uh, of his overacting. Uh, but then. Uh, we basically go through all this stuff uh, and we get the last psychiatrist scene and we get the two perspectives here. We've got a little bit, little clue here and there, but he has this uh, scene where he's in the office with the psychiatrist with the plank from the pallet, mm-hmm. which that was interesting to me. Yeah. And the, uh, but the, we also see like he's all disheveled and he's just talking to a wall. Uh, the, like for like this entire scene. So we kind of see both yes. perspectives of it. And it makes you wonder is the psychiatrist maybe formally re- real, but not anymore? I-, I don't know. It's like, yeah, was she was she a, was she real initially, uh-huh. and now this is like an imaginary uh-huh. version of the? Because we know we know this is not the real psychiatrist. Yeah. Because number one, confidentiality was thrown yeah. out the window at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> uh, because she the, she sets him up with her other patient. He's like, I guess you guys don't need me anymore because you have each other. Yeah, and I love the whole thing where he's like, oh, by the way. I murdered somebody. It's like, oh, by the way, I, I uh, raped someone and I murdered oh, someone. Oh, yeah, that's when the li- yeah. uh, the girl comes in. Yeah. Yeah, by the way, yeah, I raped somebody. Oh, it's fine. It happens all the time. Well, I murdered somebody. Oh, I'll take care of the yeah. cops. Yeah, it's, it's New York City. <laughs> People get murdered all the time. That's right. Do you think they're going to really worry about this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this girl that he gets hooked up with, though, so when he's having this hallucination, 
It's like, so, I mean, she's entirely in his head and she likes all the stuff that he likes, right? It's like, he's like, I love, I love horseback riding and I love uh, walks long on the weekends. Beach. Walks yeah. on the beach and, and weekends out in the country and poetry. Yeah, poetry. He's like, I love all those things too. And so they have this idealized thing where they leave, quote unquote, leave the office as he's, again, crazy, disheveled, walking down the road uh, where uh, Alva and her brother, I think Eddie is his mm-hmm, name, mm-hmm. are waiting. Uh, basically, Eddie's like going to like rough him up because he's being such an asshole to like, uh, well, uh, he, he supposedly raped uh, Alva. We never see that. So I don't know like how, how far that went. Uh, and, uh, fortunately for us, they didn't show that, uh, unlike some other movies we've seen recently, <laughs> but Ugh. yeah, it seems like at that point though, when he's imagining the psychiatrist introducing him, that is when, uh, okay. The last scene before that one is the ABC one. Uh, the previous, the prior with the, the psychiatrist, psychiatrist. Scene. Yeah. yeah. And you jump to this one. This one seems completely in his head. Well, because this is the this is the supposed early Monday morning right. appointment that he asked for. Yeah. Right. You he, see him talking to a wall, but it's actually the psychiatrist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if after that ABC one, mm. she was like, "Dude, you're on your. I mean, you need help." Well, see, it's it's either that or he when he called he it's either that or he called her and tried to get the appointment, but he's like it was like too because like he wanted to get the appointment sooner, sooner, sooner. He's like, I basically need help now. So like maybe he had that point that moment of lucidity mm-hmm. where he's like, I need help. Uh, and she's like, I can see you like in a week from now, like as soon as I can get you in. And then he's like already far. He's like too far gone at that yeah, point. So he's yeah. still in his head. Yeah. Goes to the appointment. But it's like it's bizarro land at yeah. that point. Yeah. Uh, but when you're watching in this show and you're kind of not knowing what's going on at some point, And then this scene comes on. You're like, this is. This is crazy. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. They, make it, they Almost, make it very clear that this is like not real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like whereas like we can question other thing other yes. scenes this like we know it's like this is not uh-huh. legit. At this point, I wanted mm-hmm. to rewind and see. Okay, when did it become fiction? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I feel I feel like the point there there's points in the film where they show us uh, where it's really uh, they show us purposefully. It's in some points like this is not real. This is just like in his head, and then some points where they make us question. Uh, but the uh, they don't line up to where there's like a like we can conclusively or it doesn't line up in such a way that there's like ambiguity. Mm-hmm. It leads you to lean more one way than the yes. other. Yes. Uh, whereas I feel like they could have if they wanted us to be ambiguous as to whether it's real or not mm-hmm. and whether he was really become a vampire or not. Uh, I feel like they could have structured the scenes a little bit differently. So I don't know if that was necessarily Agreed. what they were going for yeah. or if they were trying to do something different and I'm just not picking up on it, which I'm not the most intuitive person when it comes to movies. So I bounced all around the first time I watched it. I wasn't sure. Yeah, so it was then everywhere. this last week when I watched it this week, I was a little more clear about what was going on, but I still had some questions about at what point is it reality right. in his mind and then... Yeah. But the thing, the one thing that I thought was really interesting, though, with this girl is so he, he had all this stuff that was in common with her. But as he's going down the street and he's talking to her about how he thought he was a vampire, but no longer thinks the case, that's the case. Mm-hmm. But he gets in an argument with the girl, this, this girl <laughs> that he made up in it his head. That. He can't even have a good relationship with her. <laughs> this made up girl yeah. that he made up. That's a fantasy girl in his head. And he like kicks her out of his house. <laughs> Again, and the girl that he made rock. up in his head. Yeah, this is a piece of wood. <laughs> and so, like, uh, it's like, well, like that happens when he's in the apartment, right? Mm-hmm. And he scrambles and underneath the underneath the mm-hmm. couch. 
And uh, so that's the last kind of like activity we see from him until the very end where uh, uh, Brother Eddie, he runs up there and uh, to rough him up, he breaks, he, he basically uh, gets into the apartment and uh, he opens, he opens the thing up and Eddie's like, <laughs> Eddie's like, come on, get up. I'm basically going to beat the crap out of you. And uh, Pete, uh, Paul, Peter, 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 Long. Uh, Peter, Lowe. Peter, Lowe. And he, uh, he gets the plank of wood he's been carrying around and he like tries to stake himself in the heart again. And then, uh, and then Eddie's like much obliged and he <laughs> yeah. shoves it through his chest and then basically he's dead. And it's like, and so I was like, this kind of like is a tragedy in the end. Uh, I, I felt like this is like a tragedy in the end. It became, it, it was like, became almost less funny to me at that point. And mm-hmm. the movie became more sad to me yeah. because it's like, it's just the downfall of this guy who he just kind of like lost his mind and he didn't get any help from mm-hmm. anybody because he was like kind of an island in this yuppie culture in New York and he didn't have anybody who was really looking out for him. Yeah. And so while, while I was like laughing at all the craziness, uh, like the more I realized it was kind of more of a serious problem he yeah. had. I was like, I was like, this actually is kind of a sad movie. It is. <laughs> it's like a dark comedy where yeah. you're like too real. So at the the scene where he's walking in the street talking to the the piece of wood, uh-huh. doesn't he have blood around his mouth? Yeah, because he, yeah, he has bit, blood cause all he, over Because he left the nightclub where he bit the girl. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. All right. Where he's walking around for a long time because yeah. there's like a news story. The yeah. New York Post has like a story about what he did. Yes. So he must have been out there for a while. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, they, they print, it's been printed already, so... <laughs> Front page news. So, at, remember the scene where he's in the cab and he throws the money at the cab driver? Uh uh-huh. Yeah. What did the cab driver say? Do you remember? Ah, darn it. Sometimes I should have I think it. he just called him like a prick or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's like, he called, yeah, he called him an asshole or something. Okay. I thought there was... I thought it was a memorable quote, but I can't wow. remember what yeah, he said. Yeah, I, I can't necessarily remember specific because the other exchange that he had was when he was talking about his wife and how like he, everything he does there is for his wife. Uh, where I, I feel like that's all oh, like yeah, juxta- yeah, juxtaposition yeah. between uh, uh, between Peter because Peter who's just doing everything for like himself basically yeah uh, and w- but he wants something more he wants he wants that uh, he wants that idealized uh, family life uh, or at least he wants somebody who's like a di- like a, a partner uh, but he can't he can't hang he can't do it so he can't do it oh jeez but. Yeah, that's where the movie kind of the story kind of ends, ends up. So, like my thing about uh, Nicolas Cage's acting, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I I watched this thing and it really kind of made it kind of clicked for me. Is that uh, the, everybody's like sees like he overacts and he goes crazy with these movies and he's like wide eyes right. and all this other stuff. But like, so when you look at like I'm not I'm not an actor, so I don't know how this necessarily works. But everybody talks about how like uh, method acting is a big thing in there. So and everybody's like trying to be like the most realistic version uh-huh. of the characters as possible. So it can build build realism in the movie. So we as the viewer can connect. Well, what Nicolas Cage Nicolas Cage is not about reality at all. He's Never. about this like stylized yeah. uh, Gonzo Bizarro world kind of thing. <laughs> uh, where he basically uh so the 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 theory that uh, I've seen uh, kind of thrown out there a few times is that he's like the, uh, he's like doing this as the uh, in the opposition of method acting, where he's like just trying to be bring a whole different style to acting, where he's uh, and he's trying to just bring this uh, more uh, similar to what they used to do in like the silent film vaudeville days, where they right. was like because you had to like overact oh, and like wave your arms around because there was no other you, like no... there was no sound or anything, mm-hmm. so like, like it's like that whole style but with the audio okay. turned on. Uh, and so he's like, you have to do, you have to do the wide eyes and you have to wave your arms about. And so he's doing that, 
uh, almost as that's just, I don't know if he's just naturally doing that or if that's a choice he's making. But he didn't do that in other films. Well, some films he's not doing it, yeah. But I feel like I feel like when he gets the opportunity, when he gets the latitude to do that, that's what he does. I feel like. Mm-hmm. I, but I also I also feel like he does it uh, as appropriate too. I mean, because like uh, when he was in like uh, Knowing, there's another film you brought up. Uh, he didn't necessarily do that because he was like a lot of films where he like plays a dad or something like that. Right. He, he like plays the dad. Dad, the dad is not crazy mm-hmm. unless he is supposed to be crazy. Uh, but when he's like a yuppie or mm-hmm. when he's a, uh, like a, a drug addled, uh, dude in, uh, like in, uh, like in, uh, leaving Las leaving Vegas, Las Vegas uh, yeah. or, uh, or, or some of those other films, uh, he, I mean, he does those, he makes those moves and he kind of like, he's just like over, yeah, he's just over the top uh-huh. with all of it. Yeah. So did you see matchstick men or something like that? Is that I, called? I've seen parts of it. I've okay. seen the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he does that. Yeah. There. Yeah. It's, it's, Yeah. Interesting. Um, What's the one where he's like the uh, the weapon salesman? That's another one that I really like of his. The what? Where he's weapon like, salesman. Yeah, where he's like a uh, oh, he's like uh, a dr- he's like a gun war. War gods or god of war? No. Uh, gods is it gods of war? War games? No. Uh, something war. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so I, I mean, because he's like, yeah, I feel like he kind of straddles the line a little bit. He does a little bit of the craziness, but he's also like, again, he's like a dad character. Yeah. But he's also uh, like an illegal like arms trader too. Yeah, so. but he's always had an awkward way about him. Yeah. Of just physical uh, acting. Yeah. That kind of quirky, but works in some ways. Right. That's how, why he worked in Raising Arizona, because ah. these two k- kids are awkward, weird hicks. And right. Was like, and I feel like the other part, the other reason why it seems so odd is because he comes at it with that, with that, and from that direction. Yeah. But like the other actors uh, in there, again, he's like probably one of the few, if only, people that are like he's not, he's like the only guy at his level who's doing it like this, and uh, everybody else is playing again, coming at it from that more method acting, uh, right. school right. based approach. That's true. And so he he kind of like doesn't mesh very well. So that's why, and I think that's why it comes across as odd because he's the only one doing this. And so when he's in this movie, everybody's playing it straight, and then he's just coming at it sideways. Yeah. And so as I I feel like that's why it sticks out a little bit more, uh-huh. and that's why he gets be. such attention uh, for the way he acts. I, I I feel like if it became more normal, people would be like, oh, it's Nick Cage. He's but a great actor. All, but don't we all know people who are awkward like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, and yeah. it's not that there's <clears throat> anything wrong with it, but they're a bit awkward, but there's just this, that's just the way they are yeah. physically. So the movie you were thinking of was Lord of War. Lord of War, War, yeah. I was in this, the right area. Which that, yeah, but, but I love that movie too. Again, huge. Like it's been a while fan, since so. I saw that. Yeah, it's a good movie. It was a good one though, if I remember right. But yeah, because it's, it's him and Jared Leto, right? I think I so. Yeah. In the beginning of Vampire Kiss, when mm-hmm. he's with all the other guys in the office, uh-huh. that just was a scene that made me think there's some normalcy there uh-huh. with oh. with guy friendships. Yeah, after he chases Alba into the bathroom. Uh-huh. And <laughs> then they're all talking and laughing. And that point, after that, he just... Yeah, during that scene, even Hannah was just like, oh my God, this movie is terrible. I was like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, that's... Sadly, that's how like it was they, back they then. They need to have a conversation with uh, HR there. Because mm. they were like, when they were making fun of Alva because she had asked for a mm-hmm. uh, raise mm-hmm. because of the whole thing. And she tried to leverage it. And they're like, ha ha, no. <laughs> so, uh. what a mess. Um, 
Man, any other memorable things? I think we hit. Scenes? I think we hit most of it. As any other question? Anything else that we want to talk about this before we start in the the rating process? We can get to that cajo meter here. That's all right. Hmm. Well, got to be more. There's got to be more. There's always more. Nicholas Cage. There's always questions. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I think the questions will never end. To be honest. <laughs> You, Ooh, you're just me. always wondering in this movie, and the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, I gotta go watch that again. Yeah. At the point where he loses, I mean, and then you're thinking back through the movie, thinking, okay, was this real? Was this real? And why the rage against Alba? Alba, why? Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, it was so focused on her. It was yeah, it was like yeah, he just focused on Alva and it was just like that was like his focal point of like everything that was going crazy with him there. Yeah. yeah so weird. And then but then once the brother goes up, well I, I guess that would be the end. Yeah. Killed him. So yeah. yeah. So you don't see her anymore. Yeah, no. yeah. That was the end. that's the end. End end. Yeah. So Alva's problems solved. Yep. The end. Yeah. <laughs> World's problems for him. Yeah, but I but also she was fired, so True. Yeah. So, but wait a minute. She was fired, but nobody knew because he probably never showed up. That's true. Work. He never came back. Oh, yeah. So, so he, she might still have a job. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing he didn't do the paperwork. Probably <laughs> not. So, all right. So, on the Cajo meteor, from a, on a scale of zero to 10, how Nicolas Cagey was Nicolas Cage in this movie? Ryan, what's your thoughts? Uh, I mean,. So, in my opinion, this is one of his best acting. Um, so, I guess I'm going to, like, is it the average? So, like, is it, are we are we looking for how good of an actor was he in this? No, no, no. How Nicolas Cagey was Nicolas Cage in this movie. How I feel like Nicolas, he was, how, like, how, like. He was way more extreme than he usually is. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm bad at this. I'm bad at judging this. It's, it's, it's totally subjective, man. Throw. I mean, let me know. Tell me what your thought is. I'm. A, I'll put it at a six. I think I gave that last time. out there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Come on. <laughs> um, but just because like this is I think crazier than any other role that I've seen him in, I would still have to give it a six because the times where he wasn't completely insane, he rocked the Nicolas Cage. Uh-huh. But then whenever he lost his shit, it's unlike what I've ever seen him in before. So that's why I'll give it a six because he did still rock the trying to rock an accent, but just couldn't keep it for the whole movie. Just the way he acted, like he overacted everything, like the whole like the eyes and the stuff like that. You know, just he really uh he did a Nicolas Cage job. Yeah. But because it's unlike any other movie I've really seen him in, that's why I can't give it a much higher score. So huh. I'd say I think six is even being generous to me. So there right. we go. So uh, what would be your, uh, so on a scale of zero to full on 10 Nicolas Cage, what do you feel is the Nicolas Cage? How's the Nicolas Cage-iness there? I would put a three because it's not Nicolas Cagey, but I think it's one of his best roles. I'm not a Nicolas Cage fan, so Uh the fact that it's a three would make me want to watch it because he has a certain way and this is so out of his way 
normal shows that are Nicolas Cage, you know, the way he acts. And this is bizarro. I This is probably, um, besides uh, Raising Arizona, one of my favorite Nicolas Cage mm. movies. Because it's not his typical role. It is... It is... It's out there. I mean, when it first came on, the first five minutes, I was like, what is this? The accent, the acting, who he was, how he looked, his hair, everything was so different from him. It, it really took me off guard. Anyhow. So I feel like, uh, so, so my, in my opinion, I feel like when people think of Nicolas Cage, uh, particularly when they think of like crazy Nicolas Cage, uh-huh. a lot of it is thinking about this movie because this is like, these are like, Again, uh, maybe not uh, this. This movie is not popular, but moments from the movie are very yes, popular. Yes, yeah. agreed. So, so people think of like moments for this movie, but not like the uh, not the the whole the movie. movie per se. Uh, so, I would actually, uh, in my opinion, I feel like we're getting almost full leaded, full test Nicolas Cage, Cage in this movie. <laughs> I feel like we're getting like unbridled. I mean, this is an indie film, so like in indie yeah. films, like the actors, particularly a famous actor, because he was still pretty famous at this point uh coming off of a uh, i think he'd already won an academy award at this point right at this point i thought he was pretty pretty new oh was he pretty Let's new at see. this point i, I, I so i can't 80s, remember when, when he won uh ago. when he won for a raising arizona uh i don't know i can't remember if it was uh sooner or later than that let me see here i can look yeah so uh <laughs> so so yeah upon looking at the google here i uh, i'm a Lightning fast Googler here. Uh, the uh, yeah, it looks like he didn't get it until after uh, leaving Las Vegas back in '96. So yeah, this is pre this is pre award winning Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. So, but it's after like he's done a few movies at this point. So he's done like Moonstruck and he's done mm-hmm. like uh, uh, Fast Times Ridge High. That was like the, one of the first ones. So uh, was this his first starring role? No, he's done he even even uh, I think there was one called Boy in Blue that he did before this even as well. <gasps> Uh, he, so he's, he's done a few, few starring turns before this. Uh, that, it doesn't look like there's anything huge, okay. uh, that he's done, but he's done, uh, he, he's, he's still got a name for himself though. So he's, he's still like decently well known. Well, in the eighties though, wasn't this considered a horror flick? Uh, I don't, was this? I don't know. I think it was, oh, you guys. Oh my God. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> considering what we've seen as far as eighties uh, horror goes, I, I feel like this isn't getting anywhere close. Well, this Rocky Horror Picture, uh, Picture Show was considered considered a horror show really yeah it's like when we watched like a, was it uh, troll the the troll mm-hmm. that that 80s oh. movie <laughs> that was a horror movie yeah. i mean sunny bono <laughs> oh yeah so so what's your rating on how nicholas cage was this i feel this was a nine on the cage meter oh. yeah Gee, i feel whoa. this is like this is i feel like this is like the uh, the gold standard of nicholas caginess okay so according to the interwebs, Vampire's Kiss is a horror slash comedy film. Uh, so dark comedy, basically. Dark mm-hmm. comedy, yeah. Did you give a, a rating for this? Yeah, she said three. three. She said three. Okay. Yeah. Because it's so untraditional to yeah. me, Nicolas Cage. Now, one thing I wanted to bring up, technically, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but when he walks into his apartment in the reflection in the mirror, you can see a the photographer or oh, a really? tech guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just I don't doubt it, though. in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. Now, to, ju- to justify my score, yes. I have three words for you. Okay. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Is it I'm a or am a vampire? Am a vampire. I'm a, I'm a vampire. I'm a va- It's ambiguous, really. <laughs> it is. 
I'm a vampire. Oh, man, I already lost that sound clip. <laughs> I fail. Oh, jeez. Oh, um, press the button, and I'll do it for you. What button? The, the, the I'm a vampire button. No, I don't know where it is. Yeah, press the button. Okay, here you go. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. <laughs> um, oh, jeez. I, I might have it. Hold on. No, I could find it if I really cared enough. <laughs> but, so, I mean. I think everyone should see this show. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. If you're if you're even remotely a fan of Nicolas Cage, uh, just to get like an idea of number one, to see where all the memes come from. Yes. Because uh, I mean, this is like the source of like ninety percent of the yes. Nicolas Cage memes. But also, I mean, this is like, this is like, this is where like he got his start with mm-hmm. his acting style. I feel like this is where like the the Nicolas Cage we all know and love or hate uh, really really came out of. He came out of this film. Yeah, I, I am not a Nicolas Cage fan. I am not um, a horror film fan necessarily, um, and I'm not a vampire fan. But I think you should watch the show yeah. because it's not really any of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so their budget was two million dollars. Oh my gosh! It's uh, expensive to film in New York. Oh, for forty and for forty years ago, that's pretty good. Yeah, worldwide gross was one hundred and seven. Seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Oh, 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 hell no! Nah. What a freaking bomb! They've, that uh, is they, they've made it. They must have made. They they have to have made it back over the years. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean probably now it's way different. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean so on IMDb it has a six out of ten, which ah, is not, okay. not too for shabby. IMDb that's pretty good because yeah. even like our favorite ones that we've reviewed is still lower than that. So <laughs> yeah, but we have odd tastes. Yeah, so. we, we watch some shitty ass movies. Yeah, you do. So. I mean, we all agree you need to watch the movie. Yes. yes. I mean, it, it's, oh my God, it, it's it's a great one. It really is. Yeah. It was terrible, but it was great. All right. It explains a lot yeah. about the memes, about Nicolas Cage. It's, yeah. 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 So while we're rating things here, what do we think about this beer now that we've been drinking it for a little bit? Uh, Anthony's already done, of course. Yeah, I'm finished. He, he always finishes his first. Yeah. He always finishes his, oh God, I can't. How much are you? Are you done yet? Yeah, I'm not even done with oh. mine. So, um, oh, spilling spilled. it everywhere. Oh. My God. Oof. Not having you back for a while. Um, <laughs> so, all right, Mom, what's your rating? What's your thoughts? So this is out of, uh, out of five. One through five. Yeah, and you can go into decimals with this. Is with I'm a lightweight, so this is a four for me. I love this beer. That's a pretty good rating in my mm-hmm. book. I would keep it in my house all the time. I yeah, love it. I mean, I'm a lightweight beer drinker, though, these days. I mean, I love it, too. I, I, the flavors are so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially for an 8.66%, you wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the hops are some of my favorite hops, too. They have Strata, and they have Rakua. And they have a Zaka. Yeah, so, I mean... I like all those hops. So for me, this, this hit exactly what I wanted. So whenever I had it in the tap room, I knew I had to pick it up. So, I mean, I'll I'll even give it a four, honestly. Which I try to be more strict, too, about my ratings. But Now, Ryan, I do have your rating from untapped here, and you gave it a higher score than that. What did I give it, a 4.5? You gave it a 4.25. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. No, no, like, it's no different wait, sorry. On- it's a 4.5, yeah. The uh, the average score is actually four point two five. 
I mean, I can tell you it does taste different in can versus tap. That is yeah. 100% sure. So, I mean, that was my on tap rating. But, I mean, honestly, I still think I might even give it that. Um, mm. So, between four and four and a half, I, I feel like is a decent score for this for me. You know me. Oh, I'm a, I know. I'm, I'm a rough scorer. If it, it, I mean, I'll be surprised if you give this a three. <laughs> No, I, I don't go that low. <laughs> My score is between three and four. I know. <laughs> it's like I, I don't want to like totally dog a dog a beer. I mean, as long as it's like drinkable, I'm gonna give it higher than a three. Uh, the uh, the score I will give this beer though is probably three and three quarters. I'm giving it a three point seven five. Yeah, it's not too bad for you. Yeah. So probably what it's average of like. I think it's uh, average about four. Yeah, it's about yeah. four. So. It's right. a good one. Yeah, you're um, in the area. Enter it in here. Entering in. Score of four from Let's go. Do a Podcast. Okay. And moving backwards. Okay. Rating the show. Mm-hmm. It is not full of cliches. And I've always... Nick cliches. Yeah. Mm. That's true. <laughs> and I've always hated his shows because of that. This is not full of cliches. Oh, which you it's said that there's something else you wanted to mention about the movie, which I forgot. The, the scene where the mirror, where there's the tech oh, okay. guy in the mirror. Right. That's it. So there you go. And you can find us on Untapped at Let's Do a Podcast, where Anthony just rated our beer for yep, us. Yep, it's just up there. So um, on Instagram, you can get us at Let's Instapod. Yeah. You can get us on Twitter at Let's Tweet a Pod, although yeah. I rarely post there. Yeah, I'm really bad about it. it. Just like we don't use our YouTube. But yeah, we're really good at uh, Let's Do a Podcast on Facebook, however. Yeah, we're uh, decent. So if you want to get a hold of us, really, Instagram and Facebook are probably two of the, two of the places we monitor the most. We have an email, but I don't check it. Yeah. So <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if anybody's ever tried to contact us there. Uh, but yeah, DM us on uh, Facebook or DM us on uh, the Insta, Insta there, and then you can probably reach out to us if you have any uh, have any inputs, have any uh, movies you want us to check out, have any beers you want us to try, uh, just, or just you just want to chat and talk about bad movies. Yeah. If you need any catering, contact me at extremecatering.com. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Plug your stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you have any, uh, any other plugs? Well, we do delicious food at an affordable price, so we go anywhere you want, do anything you want. How much would we be to cater on the moon? Well, delivery fee is pretty high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, I heard SpaceX does, uh, is part of Uber Eats now. So. That's right. <laughs> I'll deliver it to SpaceX, yeah. and then he can take it from there. <laughs> All right. Sounds um, awesome. So if you have any events on the moon, you know where to go. <laughs> things of the week. Things of the week. Uh, my thing of the week is thinking, thinking, loading, loading. I, you know my thing of the week? I, I've, I've used this a few times, actually. Probably. Um, yeah, And, you know, but it's like just different versions of it. Mm. It's Assassin's Creed again. Oh, my God. I, I started playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's pretty fun, man. I got to say, they I need got, to go back and figure out how many times you've used Assassin's Creed. I just, I'm just going through every single, single Assassin's Creed at this point. I, I, I just recently replayed uh, 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 Assassin's Creed 3 mm-hmm. because they, uh, they redid all the graphics on it. And I forgot how good that game was, even though that, that game came, came out in like 2011, 2012. So it, it's talking about how 2012 was like in the future, quote unquote. I'm like, damn, that was a long time ago. It's like almost <laughs> 10 years ago. Uh, but the, uh, yeah, cause remember how everybody was like 2012 wasn't going to be the end of the world. It really buys, it really kind of oh, like yeah. leans into that whole thing. I, for, I was like, I forgot that was a thing. Uh, but no, this is, uh, yeah. Assassin's Creed, uh, Valhalla it actually has, it's, it's so recent has COVID-19 references in it. 
That's how oh, new wow. it is. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, there's like an email, like, because you, you have an email with like your one of your siblings, uh, the character does, and it references COVID-19. I was like, hell, <laughs> this is like within the past year. So, hmm. uh, but it's really cool. It's different from other Assassin's Creed games. Uh, you know, they, they change the control schemes every time. So you gotta, you gotta figure out how to make it work for you. But, uh, yeah, I really, I, I've really been really enjoying it. You get to play as a Viking and do raids and all that stuff, but Hey, check it out. Uh, if yeah, you're, if you're into that, that sort of thing. Yeah. Do you have anything mother that anything you want to promote or talk about or share? If you need to think I can go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So my thing, it's also a video game related. Um, I started a group called Streamers Helping Streamers. And, I mean, it's pretty much exactly what it is, sounds like. It's just a group of people that stream, not even just video games, but majority of them are video game streamers. Uh, but people just that, on their free time, they like to, like, stream while they talk or while they do art or kind of just random stuff like that. And it's just, like, a group of us that are helping each other, whether it's get more views, get more followers, or even just, like, tech support questions Kind of stuff to help out people that are trying to make it in the streaming community because it's actually a really hard community to be in. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's kind of my thing. Me and f- four other guys started it, and, man, it's been a blast to help a bunch of people that have kind of tried to turn streaming into a career. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah, it's beyond me. I'm too old to understand it, so... I need, it, I need to learn how no, that works. It's a it's a crazy world. I mean, <laughs> I used to do like when I was younger, like YouTube videos and stuff, but streaming is pretty new to me. I've started doing it. Yeah, I have fun with it, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just hitting a bunch of buttons and it's working. So yeah. I'm gonna see if I can make it as a TikTok superstar. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Leave me out of those. <laughs> Do you have anything, Mom? You don't uh, have to. I don't think so. You know, when you're 63, this is the highlight of my my week. <laughs> I <laughs> mean, so Extreme Cuisine Catering. Yes, we cater. We've been in business t- almost 22 years. Mm-hmm. And um, we've survived COVID, even though everything was shut down. And now everything's picking back up because the no mask issue, which we're not. We will be masked and gloved. And, mm-hmm. But... Um, we do all kinds of catering, drop-off, business, wedding, holidays, parties, COVID-friendly catering. Um, we're doing a racetrack meet in Slidell um, next weekend. So we do it all. www.extremecatering.com. And, um, awesome. You want to talk about your quilting? Well, sure. Yeah, let's talk about your quilting a little bit. Quilting is a hobby of mine that I got into several years ago, and I do it part-time because I'm busy uh, catering, but I love doing it, and um, uh, I'm I show I'm in a challenge right now where we show different ones every day on Instagram, but um, I guess Anthony's wife and sister are plotting to sell my quilts for me. I like you said plotting. I want nothing to do with it, but they're excited about it. So uh, surprise, surprise. We'll see. But uh, I enjoy doing it. It's a hobby. I don't want to sell it because I don't want to have to 
worry uh, about it. Worry about the logistics. Yeah. Of it. Understandable. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm already doing that with catering. I don't want yeah. another business. But uh, it's it's a wonderful field, and I'm amazed at what people can do with fabric. Oh yeah. I, oh yeah. I'm in awe of what some of these these people do, men and women. Yeah. Um, amazed at what they do with fabric. Oh. So I've I've seen some of the samples. Uh, 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 Monique, my wife, she shared shared with me, and uh, you're no slouch either. That looks Thank pretty you. good. So. Thank you. But yeah. it's fun, and I love doing it. It's a great stress reliever, um, and I usually put these b shows on while i'm quilting because you don't have to pay close attention except for a few uh but uh yeah i'm like i'm like vampire's kiss which requires you to be like huh what what huh i honestly Even, uh, that's with 100 yes. concentration uh, <laughs> why why i rewound <laughs> and thought am i in the right movie <laughs> <laughs> anyhow all right. Well, thank you for coming on. Yeah, well, thanks yeah for it's asking. great to have you. We again. always yeah. appreciate I'm you. I'm yeah. absolutely honored to be the second guest, and I toast my beer to Nicholas Cage's new wedding. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, right. yeah. 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 That's right. Congratulations, Nicholas Cage. Yeah, it's fifth times the charm, dude. Oh, and if his wife needs somebody to call the, you know, uh, talk to, just give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> And she, she can, she, uh, yeah, hopefully not, but maybe she'll end up joining the club. You know, I heard Marissa, Marissa Tomei is a member, so. You're <laughs> kidding me. I, I think he was married to her at one point. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Well. All right, guys. Well, that was fun. Um, yeah, we'll have to have you back, though, when we, uh, when we eventually talk about Godzilla versus King, King Kong. Kong. And we'll yeah. figure out how the hell... Does King Kong even stand a chance in this fight? <laughs> so, but that's going to be a question we're going to have, and I'm really eager to get that answered. So, me too. Yeah. Soon, soon for yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, he's got a tail. He's got fire coming out of his mouth. Atomic breath. Yes. Yeah. I mean, what does King Kong have? He can uh, climb. He has the ability. He has really good hand-eye coordination. He's able to grab planes out of the sky. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and small, tiny women. Uh, opposable thumbs. <laughs> that's right. Take that, Godzilla. <laughs> All right. Do you want to do the wrap-up spiel, Anthony? Uh, did, did we already say the wrap-up Yeah, spiel? we pretty much did. All right, yeah. So Facebook, let's do a podcast. Instagram, let's uh, Instapod. Twitter, let's tweet a pod. Uh, LinkedIn, no LinkedIn. Uh, mm. TikTok, no TikTok. Not happening. Uh, YouTube, let's do podcast 22. And on Gmail, we are let's do podcast, podcast 22 at gmail.com. I think I hit them all there. Untapped? Untapped, <laughs> where let's do a podcast. Yep. All right, guys. Make sure you keep... And I, because we'll be talking about what we're going to be watching for our next episode. And also, I think we have a Facebook Live that we are working out. Yeah, we're, we're doing the logistics on that right yeah. now. Yeah, Facebook Live only Nicolas Cage yeah. movie. So. so until next time, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. The damned, the damned. <laughs> we'll see you guys. All right, peace. <laughs>